Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Arsenio's Business English Podcast. I'm your host, as always, and man, I'm so grateful again to have all of you on board. I was checking out some of the stats. Man, it is just so incredible <laughs> to see how many plays and what podcasts are really well and what podcasts are, you know, the normal average. Guys, I'm just so grateful. You guys are going to hear that coming up on New Year's. Obviously, me giving you as much gratitude as possible. But, you know, this has come a long way. You know, at the beginning of this year, I was only getting 6,000 plays, you know, a month. And now I would get, I would get, oh, my God, probably about 15% of that in overnight in eight hours. And it's because of all of you supporting me and supporting this podcast and sharing my content. You know, big shout out to Gaithersburg, if I'm not mistaken, Maryland, because I see that you guys, and, and it's all based on analytics too. Before I get into the Business English podcast itself, it's all based on analytics and demographics because I realize that it comes in bundles. So it's not just one single play and that's it. No, it's one person who listens to it, like in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and then they end up sharing it with probably like, seven other people, which ultimately turns into eight plays just like that. And so, man, I just, I, the, from you guys to New Caledonia to other places around the globe, man, Jesus, I am just so, so grateful, man. I'm just, I, I'm just so giddy because this is exploding the way it should. So with that being said, guys, I told you guys that we'd be getting back into the next segment. And this surely is the next segment. So here we go. Is everything all right? You know, I love the British accent. <laughs> they say, is everything all right? You know, because it's, it's like a fallen intonation. But in the American accent, we say, is everything all right? Is everything all right? Right? So that's what we're going to be discussing today. And like I told you, the follow-up from the previous podcast. So here we go, people. Again, if you want to do all the extra work, the Business English uh, Podcast Badge, and if you guys want just rampant episodes and you do not want to wait, you know, or you don't want three episodes a week, you want them consistently, again, that is available for $20 a month along with templates and, again, two hours of coaching right now. Okay, that might change because I believe things are going to begin to blow up very, very soon. So I'm going to have to allocate the right time, right? So nonetheless, guys, let's talk a little bit about problems. What problems can you have when you eat out at a restaurant? So let me give you some vocabulary. Cold, right? So, um, <laughs> you know, each vocabulary term brings up a memory. I don't know about you guys, but this is what I've been teaching a lot of my TOEFL IBT students. You know, a single vocabulary should bring up a story. So when I think cold, a burst of laughter came out because this brought me back to, um, if I'm not mistaken, it had to be December 29th or December 30th of 2011. Maria Tarazona, which is a podcast and a podcastee that I have brought, uh, that I had brought on probably uh, at the dawn of COVID, maybe in April or May, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 it was June because I remember I was getting harassed by some scammers from India. I know it's a long story. But nonetheless, I remember Maria Tarazona, she was there with me and she, her brother had visited from Colombia along with his uh, friend and his ultra gorgeous wife, who I kind of fell in love with, but I had to relax myself because of course, 
her, uh, her husband by the name of Alejandro. He was standing right next to her the entire time. And I just kept saying, please, just one time. <laughs> but anyways, let's, let's focus. We went to a beachside restaurant at Manly Beach in Sydney, Australia. And I remember I was sitting there and we waited a very long time for our food. And I don't know how long it was. It was 15, 20 minutes. And Alejandro was like, you know what? We're done. We're done. And he called the waitress over. And again, she was Aussie. And he was like, hey, listen, we're out. We're out. Can we just pay for this? She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she was like pleading us to stay. And she had like a look on her face like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Sure enough, the food had been done for the 10 previous minutes. But no one, not even the waiter, waitress brought it out to us. So when they brought it out to us, not only was it cold, which is the vocabulary term here and being used today, but it wasn't that, it wasn't very good. This guy, uh, he ordered a shrimp bolognese. Uh, it, it was, you know, a pasta, but there wasn't much shrimp. And he said the shrimp was undercooked, which is another vocabulary term. It wasn't cooked all the way. So I told him, I said, Alejandro, I'm so sorry. The last time I came here, it was fire. It was fire, but apparently now they suck. So, you know, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Now, again, you have tough, right? So sometimes pasta can be tough. Uh, overdone, you know, I ordered a steak at one point and I used to order well done. And that literally just takes out everything from the steak. So now I just order medium rare now. And a lot of people back in the day, it's kind of like the whole medium rare is the same as, oh my God, don't eat eggs because they're high in cholesterol. That's all been like completely debunked, right? Because that's not the case. Although if you want to just egg whites, which is purely protein, that's fantastic. But going back into a, a well-done steak, I normally get the medium rare now, but I was scared to get the medium rare because my mom would tell me back in the 90s, Hey, you can't eat steak because if you get it undercooked, you can end up dying from some kind of poison. Uh, but again, no, that's not the case. However, if you eat in countries where malaria and typhoid exist, such as obviously me living here in Thailand, the Myanmar border, going down there to Cambodia, there are a many of different issues that you would come across uh, when you eat street food, right? So. Let me give you this last thing. Now we're talking business, obviously, but I'm giving you all different types of experience. I've never had problems in regards to eating, uh, you know, business lunches, because of course they're at like four-star restaurant, uh, four-star, um, what is it? Four-star, uh, it's like a four-star, or it could be a Michelin star, right? Like just recently I did one of the big workshops, again, big shout out to KTB, the number one bank out here in Thailand. Um, because they basically book out these hotel ballrooms and they booked out the landmark hotel, which I believe is a four or five star hotel. And we had a buffet for lunch. I'm talking about, I had anything and everything. And it's so funny. One of the, uh, you know, the women, anytime I got rice or something that could be, you know, bought for like one to three dollars. She's like, no, don't eat that. Go get some shrimp or go get some seafood. Go get something that's expensive. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just laughing. Right. So that's all fantastic because during that one hour, it's all about building up that relationship, right? So again, a phenomenal day nonetheless. And you guys maybe or may have, maybe you haven't heard yet, or maybe you're just hearing it now. It all depends. But, um, you know, that 
is fantastic here in Thailand. However, other problems I would have, and I'm going to give you two more stories, and we're going to get into the problems that people have had in these upcoming free recordings. So when I first came here to Thailand in 2013, I didn't speak Thai. I didn't live in Bangkok. I lived in a place called Changtaburi, which is three hours southeast of Bangkok. You can only imagine back in 2013, these people spoke next to no English. Not only that, but there was a very, very big skin problem. And there was like a, a, a sense of hate towards people with particular colors. Not exactly how this came about, but I remember being at a restaurant and Thailand is very known for very poor service. Uh, and this is the problem, of course, all around Thailand. It runs rampant. I mean, poor and just horrible customer service. So I remember, again, I didn't speak Thai at the time. Now, if that were to happen in present day, I would cuss out the world. I swear, I kid you not. Boy, it would be F-bombs and me talking about people's mamas. Oh my God, I would leave laughing and screaming at people. They would probably want to cut me. But seven years ago, I didn't speak Thai. And so, no, I'm just kidding with all that, but I will talk about people's mamas. Um, and so going back to that situation, I remember the first time I had him, delicious food. Went back the other time. I was the only person there. I ordered something called somtham, which takes literally five minutes to make. They brought it to me in 10 minutes. I was waiting for my rice and chicken. Guys, to cook rice and chicken and the way Thai people cook, it takes three minutes. It took them 40 to 45 minutes and they literally forgot about it. I went up to pay and I told them, no, I don't want it anymore because they try offering. And then I walked away and they just laughed at me. And this is the amount of disrespect I would get here in Thailand for the first three years until I started standing up for myself. You know, if, for, if in the event there's ever a problem, oh my goodness gracious, you don't want to be in my vicinity because I'm going to put people on blast. This only happens in Thailand, people. If I go to Singapore, they're phenomenal. If I go to Malaysia, they're phenomenal. If I go to Lao, they're pretty awesome. Lao people are freaking awesome. I love them. If you go to Japan, no way you would get bad service in Japan. Um, Maldives, terrible. Because the thing is, they have a lot of migrant workers. And a lot of these migrant workers, I hate to say this, big shout out to my Bangladeshis, but the migrant workers that go from Bangladesh or Sri Lanka, okay, to the Maldives. I remember I asked the guy, I said, hey, do you cook pizza? I see it on the board. He just waved me off and said, no, we don't cook. I said, what is this? You guys all suck. You suck and you suck. So anyways, yeah, Maldives is not what it's actually panned out to be. I really hate to say it that way. I, I Again, I had the most amazing customer service from, you know, the hotel manager out there. She's doing amazing things now for X Trade, and she has a brother that's on TV and stuff. But the people, but that's Maldivian people, okay? When you deal with people, other people who have immigrated there, you're, it's going to be a toss-up. Because a lot of them, they don't know about customer service. They don't know about a goddamn thing. You guys get what I'm saying? So oh, I was going to give you another story, but I forgot what the story was because I just have so many stories in general. But I'm just going to sum it up like this. Here in Thailand, they, are, they have an invasive species infestation. That's right, people. You could be having a glorious lunch. And then there goes a cockroach running right across your table. And what's so 
mind-boggling about this is that most ties would just look at it and shrug their shoulders as if that's normal no that's not normal that's called disgust that's called filth that's kind of like pigs right and this is what samuel l jackson said in the movie pulp fiction alongside john travolta at the very end he said i would never eat pigs because they're a filthy animal and john travolta was like well why would you say that he's like a, a pig cannot disregard its own feces it eats and sleeps in its own feces therefore it's a disgusting animal now i'm not talking about pigs i love pigs pigs are awesome but i'm giving you guys an example you have to be aware of what is okay and what is absolutely disgusting so this is why i pick and choose where i eat i pick my clean places i stick with my uh, same places or when i go to really nice restaurants of course, they're never gonna have a problem like that. No way, no how. And I extend trust to that. So in saying that, cold, dry, hot, overdone, I've gotten food poisoning a number of times out here in Thailand just recently, a month ago. And this was simply because people don't know, um, what is it? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. I just remember I ate, I took a quick nap, I woke up, my body was aching. The aching had increased over the next four hours. Then I got a fever and I'm like, oh my God, I think I got COVID. Nope, sure enough, it was food poisoning. And I had food poisoning for the, one of the worst times last year. Listen, I've had food poisoning a number of times in Asia. In America, I never got food poisoning. In Australia, I never got food poisoning. You know what I mean? So it just goes to show you, all right, I got food poisoning on the plane at Singapore you know, going from seeing, that was the worst food poison I never, ever, ever have had in my goddamn life. And seven years ago, when I first came here to Thailand, I decided to eat, ooh, let me just try all Thai food. I'm going to try at this, I'm going to try this bowl of black soup and black egg. I think it's called kai thom. I'm not exactly sure. But next thing you know, I had food poisoning. It was like a horrible strand of food poisoning for six weeks. Got to be very careful. Got to be very careful. So when you're in business lunches, you need to know the places that are clean because you are going to be in a world of hate. If you end up having this business lunch where you're supposed to close a deal, and then next thing you know, you're talking to this guy, he sees a cockroach running across the table, he's gonna immediately look at you and say, you are cheap for not buying, uh, I'm sorry, for not booking a table at a more clean restaurant, a cleaner restaurant, and he will leave you, and he will leave you high and dry, and you will never get that money, you will never close that deal. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So. With that being said, can we get into some audios? Before I even get into the audios, I'm gonna make sure I share this because of course, I have a tendency of just not sharing anything. So what we have here, you guys are listening to what I'm listening and now we're going to listen to the problem. Can I order you some squid? Squid? That sounds uh, interesting. Yes, it's our local speciality. It comes in a black sauce made from the squid's ink. Does it? Hmm. I'm not sure what I want. Oh, what's this? Beef mirmoise. That's just a steak. Hmm. Can I have that? Of course, if that's what you want. Okay, so think about it. What you have to do, local customs. Now, although... A squid, black ink and everything, is very, uh, it's, um, it's a delicacy in your culture. Understand that Americans, Aussies, you know, anyone from, you know, you got the Irish, the Welsh, the Scottish, 
Kiwis, whatever it may be, Canadians, we can always go with the steak or chicken. All right. So if I go to Poland or Russia, I'm going to look for a steak because I'm not exactly sure about everything else they have. It's the same thing with, you know, going to, I don't know. Uh, well, India's good. Um, Maldives good. Um, oh man, Vietnam. Vietnam. So sometimes they would have a lot of different soups and this and that. And I'm like, oh, I'm good on the soups, man. You know what? If you could give me some fried chicken and some vegetables along with some brown rice, I am good. Oh, but we should try some new things. I'll try some new things. But right now I'm very hungry. I don't want to eat squid. So again, for her, she could have said, okay, listen, what is it you like? You like chicken, beef, are you a vegetarian? What exactly do you like? Okay, are you hungry? Because if you're hungry, I would like you to go with something that you are familiar with. If you're not hungry and you're looking up to the challenge, I can, again, give you some assistance in regards to that. You see what I'm, you see what I'm going, you see what I'm going with this, people? So keep that in mind, okay? So with that being said, what we're going to do now is listen to Track the next one. Well, 27, conversation okay, two. What do you want to eat? They do an excellent steak here. Oh, steak. I'm really sorry, but I'm afraid I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. Are you? Oh, I do apologize. I didn't realize. Would you like to go somewhere else? No, it's really not a problem. I eat fish. I'm sorry I didn't say anything before. Right. Well, the fish is good here as well. Try this. It's fried in olive oil with garlic. It sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she was able to recover from that. Now, again, guys, don't feel that everything's going to fall apart at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry to say, but I'm a vegetarian. Oh, I should have told you. That's good because he admits that, oh, I should have told you that I am a vegetarian. Therefore, she should not, you know, take any of that blame. You guys get what I'm saying, right? So... Again, this is why it's very important to say, okay, think about it. If I am going to meet with some Japanese, um, some Japanese businessmen, let's say, for instance, I know that the Japanese diet is very pescatarian, meaning they love fish, 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 sushi, 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 or ramen. You can never go wrong with that. But if I take them to an Italian restaurant, because I want to go to an Italian restaurant, there could be a problem. Yes, sure enough, they might have some squid and some different things that they could put in pasta, which the Japanese made like. But again, you got to be careful with that. So you got to choose a place that eh, a little fishy, like Texas de Brasil, a very expensive Brazilian steakhouse out there in Las Vegas. It's full of meat. So I know the Brazilian diet is meat, 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 meat. Got it? So doing a little bit of research. Very important stuff, right? Um, but again, if you don't know them so well and you're like, oh man, our city, I really don't know. This is why KTB is like, okay, uh, Arsenio and okay, your assistant. All right, Arsenio, so check this out. What we're gonna do here, we're just gonna get the buffet. Boom, you go get it. We don't wanna ask you, oh, what do you like? You like Thai food? Okay, yeah, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have this? Then you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Or you could just have an international buffet and there should be no problems whatsoever. 
if you don't like anything at the buffet, maybe you should just eat gummy bears and vanilla ice cream at home and get the hell out. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, you get what I'm saying, right? So, huh. ask. If you can't ask, you're going to have to preview. Okay? Got to preview. So, and here's the Track last 28, Conversation 3. This is one of my favorite restaurants. Yes, it's a nice place. Their speciality is fish. Fish? Yes, they do it really well. Oh dear, I'm afraid I'm allergic to fish. I can't eat it. Ah, I'm sorry. No, don't worry. I can have a salad or something. What about a chicken dish? That sounds good. Okay, nice recovery, another problem. Keep in mind for everyone who is listening to this and will listen to this in the next 200 years, it's not about what you want for lunch. It's about what the client or whoever else you're going to lunch wants. You're gonna have to scoot aside what you want personally and you're going to have to compromise with the other person, okay? Because he said right off the back, Oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. And I'm just trying to go with the accent. Oh, he's like, this is my favorite restaurant. Right then and there, I said, uh-oh, here we go. And he said, yeah, they have fish. Come on, man. Not everyone's going to eat fish. If I took my family in Las Vegas to a fish restaurant, they would smack me. They would smack me and they would continue smacking me until I was unconscious. Okay? Because the only fish we have in Las Vegas is like, processed fish and it's at a restaurant called long john silvers and we eat that once a year on what they call a religious holiday by the name of good friday although of course me and my family were not very religious but it's just it's what we've been doing the past 23 years you know so <sighs> what you could take away from this podcast it's not what you want it's what they want all right so again, say, hey, all right, so I picked this restaurant because I know you like this, I know you like this, so they have these four big things available. What do you think? Oh, I like that. I'm like, oh, I'll, I would recommend da, 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 this and that. If they don't want to recommend Dan, if they recommend, if they say, I want a chicken Caesar salad, let them take a chicken Caesar salad, okay? Now, again, starters, you'll probably have to ask some questions. You don't want to get calamari when someone's allergic to calamari or seafood in general. Right. So, um, you know, you're probably going to have to do a little research before that business lunch happens, you know. But again, if you take someone from Thailand to a restaurant and he's a doctor and you're trying to sell something, you know that you can never go wrong with Thai food. You can never go wrong with Thai food. So you're going to take them out to a Thai restaurant. That's all there is to it. You're not going to take them to an international buffet. You're not going to take them to a Japanese steakhouse. You're not going to take them to Tiger Burger. You're not going to take them to 25 Degrees, one of the best burger shops in all of the world. You know what I mean? So with that being said, guys, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. Again, if you guys want the write-up, if you want to take all your notes and do a couple of other things, it's available on my Patreon. All right. So make sure you get on over to my Patreon. $20 a month gets you in with all the templates, the coaching, and everything. Even if you're someone who's like, you know what? I really need help with business presentation. You get two free coaching hours in the, oh, I'm sorry, two free coaching hours? Well, it just all depends, right? 
Uh, we'll see. But anyways, you get, let's just say, at minimum, one coach an hour, okay? And I would help you with business presentations. Or maybe you have to, you know, do some kind of auditing or you need vocabulary or this or that, whatever it may be, any form of business. In business English, it's available. So, in saying that, guys, stay tuned for more over and out.